What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Riding the Pine. Jack Ridenauer back with you all today, and as always, we have another amazing episode in store for everyone at home. But before we get into all of that, as always, let's take a little peek at the last episode. We wrapped up our coverage for the St. Francis men's basketball team as we were joined by current assistant men's basketball coach for St. Francis, Coach Luke McConnell. Coach McConnell and I discussed his career starting out as a football player for the Red Flash and what got him interested in wanting to become a basketball coach, what it's meant to him and his family being a part of the St. Francis men's basketball team with his dad being the head coach in the 90s for the Red Flash and so much more. So if you want to hear a little bit about Coach McConnell's journey to being an assistant coach for St. Francis, as well as a little bit about the St. Francis men's basketball program, go check out episode 265 and all 265 episodes that are out now on all podcast platforms. Now getting into today, we're going to stick with the college basketball theme and we will be joined by a great guest who is also had a unique journey to where he is today. Current Miami of Ohio men's basketball player Morgan Safford. Morgan and I get into his career starting out at Wofford College and what led him to wanting to go to Wofford initially and what it was like to get into the transfer portal and also go through the entire transfer process, how it's been getting adjusted to his first season with Miami of Ohio and what it's meant to him being now a part of the Miami of Ohio men's basketball program and so much more. So if you want to hear about Morgan's journey from Wofford to Miami of Ohio and about Miami of Ohio basketball, don't go anywhere because here comes Morgan Safford. So with that, folks, let's make our way into our show for today. So as always, be sure to find your favorite seat here on the bench with me. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And I'm here with current men's basketball player for Miami of Ohio, Morgan Safford. Morgan, great to get you on the show today, my friend. How's it going? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, my friend. Well, hey, listen, I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time. I know that season's officially started, tipped off, if you will. Want to ask how the early part of the season has been for you and your team? I'm going uh, to start off, come off to a rough start with a loss on Monday, but we're definitely going to bounce back on Saturday with the home game against Goshen and then we travel to Georgia on Monday so um, definitely take some things from the loss on Monday and they grow from we're young so we got a lot of growth to do and moving forward so yeah well I'm glad that you mentioned the uh, the Georgia game I know that you guys also have a game at Indiana coming up in a little bit we'll get into that in in, in, a, in a little bit but want to start with just Monday's loss against Evansville just what were some takeaways that you and your team noticed from that game on Monday I mean, as we're young, we got to realize we can't get off to rough starts, you know. College basketball, Evansville is an old team. And so they know that like, you got to come off in the tip and the jump. And that's what they did. And so we got to learn and grow from that. And we definitely got to continue to grow on the defensive end and continue to get stops. And definitely being young, we got to realize like it's not always about scoring. But college basketball comes down to the small details and stops. And so that's what we, we got to learn and continue to grow and be good at. Well, like you said, with it being a, a young team, there's a lot of a lot of time to learn and a lot of time to kind of just figure out through those, you know, various mistakes th- along the way. But getting into that upcoming matchup against Georgia, and like I said, you also have one against Indiana. I'm sure playing that that pretty tough out of conference early season schedule is probably something that you guys like to you know go up against and kind of test yourselves and see where you're at early on in the season. Yeah. But how much of an impact do you think that's going to have for you guys as the season kind of wears on? You guys get into conference play. I think it has a great impact, you know, playing the best talent in the country always prepares you for later on, especially in conference play. You know, as for conferences like the MAC, the MAC, uh, it only comes down, honestly, to three days in March, you know, the weekend, the conference tournament. That's what your season comes down to. So these games are basically, I wouldn't say warm-up games, but they're, they're games that prepare you for later on in the season 
And I think that's what it does. It puts you in different – you get to see different teams, different styles of play, puts you in different situations. So you get to see everything in the non-conference. Well, I know that those games are on the road, but the first two games are at least the game that you had on Monday and then the game that you have on Saturday at home. How nice has it been to open up the season on a home court? It's very nice, especially as a Columbus kid coming back closer to home. It's very nice to have a big family outing for me on Monday. So it's it nice to come back home. It's nice to come back home and uh, play in front of my home crowd. Well, I know that this is your uh, your first official season with Miami of Ohio, and we'll actually dive into your career because you started out at Wofford, and I want to hear just what's what led you to Wofford, and why did you want to co- continue your career there? I first wanted to continue my career there at Wofford because they have a they have a historic pattern of winning. They win, and then the year before I got there, they just went thirty and five and went to think the round thirty two and almost beat Kentucky. So that's one of the main reasons I went to Wofford, and also the the culture they have there. Um, and it was expect they were expecting me to play right away, so until I got hurt. So I definitely think um, that's why what led me to Wofford is the opportunity to play right away as a freshman and definitely winning. Winning is a big part piece for me. So that's what led me to Wofford. Well, they say that winning is the uh, the biggest selling point. So I'm sure that was uh, something that really, really jumped out to you. But I know that that first season at Wofford, you decided to redshirt and you mentioned the injury. I mean, what did you learn from that year redshirting and just how much did that year help you out? Not only for the following season, but just throughout the rest of your career. You learn that the small details matter and every day matters, you know, and this this college basketball thing goes by fast. And the blink of eye I looked up and I'm in my fourth year of college. And it's like you just learn to take every day, take it every day at a time and just go. And you got to play hard at all the time. And the small details that matter. That's what taught me. Like I had a lot of great older guys ahead of me. I offered that taught me the ropes. And it's not like about like the big players or home run plays it's about the little things that go into winning. And honestly, they just taught me how to win, you know, like as a freshman coming in. You really don't know how to win at the college level. So they taught me how to win and how to get the job done. Well, I I know that you mentioned the aspect of, you know, when you're a freshman, you're not really accustomed to the college way of of playing basketball. And I think the one big thing that is new for a lot of guys is the increase in film. So for you early on, how much of an impact was just the film study and being able to have that whole year to really sit down and dissect college basketball film? That's all I did was watch film. It's like you watch film of like your team, your teammates, and you watch film of other players that's playing as well. So like film is a great, the best teacher in my opinion, you know? So I definitely thought I dove into film and that's where it helped me to be successful the year when I came in to play. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of guys, when they first get to the college level, they don't really know how to adjust to it or they're they're not aware of it, at least especially if you're not coming from a high school program that really watch much film. But it's such an important part once you get to the college level. Now, I know that while you were at Wofford, you're playing in the midst of the covid pandemic season and and, and the, the covid-19 pandemic kind of really puts a damper on all of that. But what was it like just playing in the midst of that season and just having to go through all of the hoops and all the different protocols that you guys had to deal with? I mean, honestly, it was a circus, you know, it was up and down roller coaster. And honestly, to, it wasn't fun, you know, like you played in front of nobody. You played in front of your coaches and other team and their coaches. And it was like, it wasn't like as fun as college basketball always is, you know, and like getting tested three times a week. And then the worst part about it was going to sleep, getting ready for a game the day before you wake up and your game's canceled. That that was the roller coaster aspect of it, all of it. Or you wake up, you don't have a game and then you're on the road going to another game. So it's like, but that was definitely a roller coaster part of COVID, and you, it definitely wasn't as fun. You know, your family—you couldn't see your family, you couldn't be around anybody. They couldn't come to games, and that—that that was definitely the down part of that COVID year. What do you think you 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 know learned from that COVID year, and what do you think that COVID year taught you? Just not only in, in college basketball, but just life overall. What that year taught me, honestly, is like 
I don't know, take one day, like, I don't know, every day is a blessing, honestly, you know, like, we get to play this amazing sport, and, like, before in the blink of an eye, you can wake up and you're not playing it, you know? We had, like, one of my closest friends that year, he uh, tore his ACL, and, you know, so, like, he was out that whole year, and so he just told me, it's like, it goes by, you know, and just take it as a blessing, so that's definitely what we took, because, you know, a lot of games got canceled, a lot of teams didn't play, a lot of programs, schools, conferences, canceled season, so it's college basketball things is a blessing. And you mentioned the aspect of just waking up the next morning and I'm sure, you know, the day before you're going through a scout, you're getting ready, you're doing all the normal things to get ready for a basketball game and you find out it's it's not happening. I mean, that that probably wears on you after a while. How how challenging was that for you just for not only you, but for your teammates also mentally just having that every single day of I don't I don't know what's going to happen. It it was hard and especially like being so isolated from the rest of the school, like, you know, like we couldn't hang out with kids. You know, our coaches kind of put us in a, a darn near bubble. You know, we couldn't go eat at the cafeteria. We couldn't be in cars with other people. Like, so it was just like we felt almost it wasn't a norm, you know. So it definitely was hard going to sleep, waking up. Like, it even happened last year, like right before our first conference game, prepared and we got the text after after practice games canceled, not playing. And so, like, it's just stuff like that that definitely wears on you. Well, I'm sure that you're really excited for this season, and I'm sure it was nice on Monday going to the game and, and not having to be tested for COVID too. So, yeah, I'm sure that's that was definitely a, a big uh, a big welcome thing for you guys. But I know that you eventually go into the transfer portal and you land at where you're at today, Miami of Ohio. What led you to that decision to want to transfer, and and what what led you to want to land at Miami of Ohio? I think what led me to transfer was it was best the best decision for me and my family at that time, you know, um, to come closer to home, be around my family, play play basketball back at home, and it was it was just the best decision that I felt like in my heart for me to for me to leave Wofford. It was hard, you know. I, I built I built a family there. I got friends still there. That I'm really close with, and you know, still cool with the coaching staff. So it was definitely hard to leave, but I just felt like it was best for me. Now, what was it like going through the transfer portal? I mean, what is that whole process like from start to finish? And what was it like for you personally? I mean, it's it's, it's like almost being recruited from like sophomore year of high school to senior high school in a matter of four weeks. You know, you have everybody coming at you. You talk to, let's say, 30 different schools, 30 different coaches, 30 different playing styles that you have to almost filter through um, in a matter of four weeks and make a decision. How overwhelming was that for you at times, you think? I think it was super overwhelming. I remember the first night I ended the transporter, I like I put my name, told my compliance, put my name in in the evening and woke up at eight in the morning to 15 missed calls. And it was like, wow, this is uh, this is here. We here we go. This is what um, this is what we're about to do. And the good thing about it for me is my roommate, my point guard from last year, he was in the transporter as well as a grad transfer. So we kind of went through it together. So we had the opportunity to do it. Yeah, I'm sure that probably it, it eased things a little bit, especially if maybe you knew something about it that he didn't know and vice versa. You guys could just ask each other instead of having to go through compliance and all that other stuff and whatnot. But you arrive at Miami of Ohio and and obviously first season here. What's it been like and, and what was this past summer especially like getting adjusted to a new program and a new team? It's been nothing but amazing. You know, like I love my coaching staff. That's what that's what led me here, honestly. Like, you know, all the way down from Coach Steel, all the way down to the GA. It's like that staff right there is what brought me here. And then it was definitely, it's new, you know, going into a new school, you almost feel like a freshman. Again. You know, you got to meet new people. It's a whole new program, meet new people around campus. You got to figure out where to go for this and that. And it's like, Wofford was a, let's say 1400 big school. And now I'm going to school with 20,000 people. It's definitely, definitely been an adjustment, but it's been amazing. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a good point you make about the whole size of the school. It's something that, you know, I don't think students really factor in is, 
you go from one minute, like you said, you probably know 65% of the campus to the next minute. You don't even know the person you're sitting next to in one of your classes. So that is a huge, huge difference. But I know that you were also named team captain for this season. I'm sure that was a huge accomplishment for you. But what did it mean to be named team captain also in your first season with the team? It means a lot. It just means that my teammates have a lot of trust in me and I've uh, showed them that I, I'm proven and ready to lead them in the right direction to win. You know, I come from winning culture. I offered and winning in high school. So it's like I'm, just, I'm blessed that they gave me this opportunity to do it. And I'm glad I can uh, help lead them down the right path. Well, I know getting into the rest of the season, you guys have, like I said, a big non-conference schedule, and then you get into the conference play. What is kind of the expectations that you personally have set out for this team? And then also the the entire team has kind of put out for themselves for this year. My goal each and every time I step on the court is to win a basketball game. So if I could go undefeated, which can't happen now for the rest of the season, is a it's going to be great. But um, so, you know, we, we go out to win every game and that's our goal. Like we don't matter if we play Indiana, who's, has preseason all Americans or whatever it's we ready we want to win and that's what we're going to try to do each and every night well very exciting season ahead for you and your team as well and Morgan it's been great to get you on the show before I let you go one last little question and I want to hear from you just kind of and I ask all my guests that come by the show this question and it's kind of a realization or an epiphany if you will as to when you realized you could play basketball at the division one level so for you when did that kind of that light bulb went off and you said I can play basketball at the D1 level um I wasn't recruited highly as a younger kid and it wasn't ranked when I was in eighth grade or middle school. So I was kind of overlooked. So it kind of happened for me late, kind of had me like sophomore year after my first big game in the high school. And I was like, mm, maybe I can do something with this continuously. I always loved basketball. I wanted to, but it's like when I first got that first call and I played, uh, I got a first call for Wright State when I was playing in the UAA and I was in Brooklyn and my coach said, uh, get back home and want to uh, talk to you. And I was like, oh, maybe I actually can do this, not just for fun. So yeah. Well, I know you've made it a huge career and you've got a huge season ahead. And like you said, you're back home as well, which I'm sure that makes you very, very happy. But again, Morgan, appreciate your time today. Thanks so much and good luck this season. Appreciate it. And there he goes, Morgan Safford, another fantastic episode today, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me here on the bench. Be sure to keep following and subscribing to Ride in the Pine on Apple and Spotify, and keep following on Twitter at Ride the Pine 20, RTP all capital, Instagram at Riding underscore the underscore pine underscore all lowercase, and on TikTok at Riding the Pine all lowercase. For all of the latest updates on episodes and content to come, all 266 episodes are out now. Keep leaving those ratings and reviews. And again, folks, keep your eyes and ears open for some more guests coming from the college basketball world and who knows you might even see some guests coming from a variety of other sport backgrounds but once again everyone thanks so much for tuning in today and until next time on ride in the pine keep on sitting the bench with me